This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 6.04. We've had quite a bit of rain activity last night, late yesterday afternoon, into the early morning hours. Might be some fog as relation to the moisture in the atmosphere. Right now, 66 degrees in Binghamton. For a third straight day, the National Weather Service in Binghamton has issued a heat advisory for parts of the Twin Tiers. The local weather service says the advisory is in effect from 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. for Broome, Tioga, and Tompkins counties in New York and Susquehanna, Bradford, and Wayne counties in Pennsylvania. NOAA says maximum heat index values between 95 to 100 degrees are expected again for the hottest part of the day. Officials again say hot temperatures and high humidity may cause heat illness like heat exhaustion and heat stroke to occur not only for humans but pets could also be susceptible. The Weather Service says the hottest temperatures and heat indices will occur in the lower elevation River Valley locations. Drink plenty of fluids, stay in air-conditioned rooms, stay out of the sun, and check up on relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. Take extra precautions if your workers spend time outside. When possible, reschedule strenuous activities to the early morning or evening. Know the signs and symptoms of heat exhaustion and heat stroke. A welcome sign of the times comes in the form of another Southern Tier County backing down on its regular updates concerning the COVID-19 pandemic. Earlier this year, Broome County Executive Jason Garner discontinued his weekly live news conferences concerning the coronavirus with updates only coming through the county website. Tioga County stopped daily advisories on the health department website but still provides daily numbers through the county government page. And Delaware County began providing updates only on Thursday. Yesterday, Shenango County and announced it would start providing updates only on Thursdays as res or rather on Tuesdays as infections and deaths continue to decline. There are no additional deaths reported in any southern tier counties yesterday. An example of that evidence in the latest numbers, Broome County had 18,147 cases for the pandemic in yesterday's posting. That's an increase of only two. Shenango County's last update daily shows additional infections at 3,512. That's an increase of one case. Corland County had no new cases with a pandemic total of 4,591. Delaware County's last update on Thursday had total infections at 2,425 and 51 deaths. Tioga County yesterday reported no additional cases, holding steady at 3,908 since the pandemic started in March of last year. A sign of hope for the pandemic has made a stop in Binghamton. A prayer service was held yesterday in front of Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital on Riverside Drive for a presentation of the pandemic crucifix, similar to a crucifix that inspired the people of Rome during an epidemic in 1522. The relic is traveling to Ascension Ministries in 19 states. Last December, Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky of the St. Louis Archbishop diocese visited ascension's offices and offered a special blessing especially for those who care for patients and families in the united states a news release from lords says the crucifix serves as a reminder of how people are all united quote in the love of god and neighbor bishop douglas lucia of the diocese of syracuse led yesterday's prayer service 
Members of a Binghamton-based credit union will be meeting next month to decide the fate of a plan to merge with a central New York institution. The Vision's Federal Credit Union Board of Directors has approved a plan to merge with Empower Federal Credit Union of Syracuse. Horizons members are expected to vote on the proposal at a meeting in Binghamton July 27th. The credit union's primary office is at 120 Main Street in Binghamton. It operates branches in Enwell and Vestal. The directors of Horizons and Empower have said the merger would make enhanced products and services possible and improve operating expenses. It's not known what impact the merger might have on employment at the Broome County Horizon offices. WMBF News Time, 608. A landmark trial targeting multiple opioid manufacturers and distributors has opened with lawyers for the government accusing the companies of bringing death and destruction to communities. The case brought by Suffolk and Nassau counties and New York State Attorney General Letitia James is part of a slew of litigation over an epidemic linked to nearly 500,000 deaths over the past two decades due to substance abuse. But this case is unique in targeting the entire opioid supply chain and for being tried in front of a jury instead of a judge. The case is being heard in a law school auditorium to be able to accommodate the multiple defendants and their lawyers. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Hey, it's Ron and Anian, inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290. Once again, WMBF will provide live coverage from Dick's Open. Hear live reports from Enjoy's Golf Course from Roger Neal. Our live coverage is sponsored by the supporters of Dick's Open. Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Lopke Rock Products, by Upfront Auto Clinic, Mike Colson Insurance Agency, and Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning. Listen in for live coverage from Dick's Open with Roger Neal on WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Kevin Herter. Now dribbling, driving, goes by Lopez again, gets it underneath the Clint Capella. Clint turns, Clint has it knocked away. Now he throws up the wild one, and it oh! goes in! It went in at the buzzer! Clint Capella, and the Hawks lead again by 20. Well, the Atlanta Hawks were able to win without their top player. The Milwaukee Bucks couldn't do it with their biggest star. The Hawks were minus Trey Young as they tied the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals at two games apiece with a 110-88 route of the Bucks. Lou Williams did a stellar job filling in for Young with 21 points. Bogdan Bogdanovich broke a series-long slump with 20 for Atlanta, which didn't have to deal with Giannis Antetokounmpo for the last 18 minutes. Antetokounmpo is just the latest superstar to be injured in these playoffs, sustaining a hyperextension of his left knee in the third quarter. Came after Young was to clear it out with an ankle injury sustained in game number three. Milwaukee's coach, Mike Budenhauser. They're competing, trying to play a game. You know, I mean, obviously Giannis is their, you know, big part of, you know, our soul and our fiber. And I'm sure there's the human element where, um, you know, the concern and care for him is, is real. All right, and we'll have to wait and see what uh, his status will be for game number five, which will be Thursday, back in Milwaukee. Tonight, Phoenix at the Clippers. Clippers trying to not uh, force a game seven with a win tonight. That would send it back to Phoenix for a seventh game in the series. All right, let's talk about Major League Baseball. How about those Yankees? Swung on, hit in the air to center and deep. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. 
Monument Park. Oh, Aaron Judge, that is a Judgian blast. Now he rounds third, coming home. All rise. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. And the uh, Yankees did it. They routed the Angels 11-5. Toronto, Boston, the White Sox, Baltimore, and Texas winners. Over in the National League, James McCann hit a tying three-run homer off Charlie Morton in the fourth-run seventh inning. Francisco Lindor followed four batters later by singling the go-ahead run off A.J. Minter. And the Mets beat the Braves. 4-3. Philadelphia, Colorado, San Diego, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers are all winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies win game one of their six-game road trip against the Richmond Flying Squirrels last night, 5-2. to two. Game two tonight. Go Ponies! Montreal Canadiens will try again in Tampa tonight to try to tie up the series. Bolts lead one game to nothing in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. And today, Dick Sporting Goods Open uh, Pro-Am gets underway. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the players that will be involved in that, too, coming up here real soon. All right, that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 614. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. National Weather Service issuing another heat advisory today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, partly sunny, maybe some patchy fog this morning to deal with. Otherwise, partly sunny, showers and thunderstorms possible. Could see some severe ones. We had some boomers last night. High today near 90. Heat index values high as 96. Mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Lows mid to upper 60s. Cloudy on Thursday, showers, T-storms possible mid-70s. Mostly cloudy Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms mid-70s again. For Saturday, partly sunny, chance of showers and afternoon thunderstorms, mid-70s. Independence Day, mostly sunny. There is a chance of showers, high in the upper 70s. And for Monday, which is a holiday for many of us, mostly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid-80s. Right now, 67 degrees. Yeah, had some nasty boomers last night, some people without power this morning. They're still working on that. Uh, we'll get updates for you throughout the morning with Kathy. In fact, we'll talk with her in a couple minutes. WNBF First News Time 615. We'll check our date. Got a new wrinkle in your ride? Get back on the road faster. Check out BinghamtonCarStar.com. Get a free estimate and schedule an appointment in Vestal, Conklin, Owego, or Waverly online. CarStar Auto Body Repair Experts at BinghamtonCarStar.com. Relax. We'll take it from here. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBF. June 30th, 1952. The Guiding Light, presented by Ivory Soap, the most famous soap in the world, and does the soap that does everything in your washing machine. That's why they call them soap operas, right? The Guiding Light made its debut on television soap opera on CBS. Sounded kind of like funeral music, didn't it? But anyway, that's where they got the name from, kids. Soap opera. In 1975, musician Cher and Greg Allman were married, and they said it wouldn't last. It didn't. Ten days it lasted. 1976, police raided singer Neil Diamond's house. They didn't find enough marijuana for an arrest, but... Neil gave them copies of his new album, Beautiful Noise. Isn't that nice of him? Maybe he signed it for him, too. 1977, Marvel Comics released a comic book based on the members of the rock band Kiss. The band members contributed some of their blood to the ink used in the book. That would not go today, would it? 1978, it pains me to say this. Hopefully Don Giovanni's not listening. Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols released his version of My Way. Here it is. Oh, no. <laughs> the end is near. 
Thanks. All right. Anyway, uh, 1981 singer Jerry Lee Lewis hospitalized in Memphis because of a stomach ulcer. After two operations, doctors gave him less than a 50-50 chance of recovering. Within a few months, he was back on his feet. 1985 actor Ewell Brenner performed for the last time as the King of Siam in The King and I. He had done the show off and on for 34 years and more than 4,500 performances. Nobody did it better than Ewell. In 1992, actor Tom Hanks got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He showed up at the ceremony with some of his co-stars from the movie A League of Their Own. I think Madonna was in that movie. 1995, country singer Garth Brooks and his great big huge cowboy hat were awarded a star on the Hollywood, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Met Garth a few times. Great guy. Today is uh, actress Nancy Dussant's birthday. Too close for comfort. Is 85 today. Jazz bassist Stanley Clark is 70. Actor David Garrison, married with children, 69. Actor David Allen Gear Greer from In Living Color, 65. Actor Rupert Graves is 58 today. Monica Potter from Parenthood in Boston Legal is 50. Actress Molly Parker from House of Cards, 49. Country singer Cole Swindell is 38. And singer and American Idol winner Fantasia Barino is 37 today. So those are the famous folks that are celebrating with us. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Yeah. All right. Well, it's another hot one here. Somebody was saying yesterday, I heard, I think it was on Bob's show, that, you know, we don't, we're doom and gloom when we talk about the heating and, uh, you know, we're, we keep reminding people of things they should know, but the thing is, sometimes people don't check the weather. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I went to get some food. They thought today was going to be nice. They said, oh, it's finally getting over this heat wave. No, 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 it's still hot today, folks. That's why we're here. We're the voice in your head. Yeah. You know? Kathy's the voice in my head. Sometimes the boot on my rear get me going here. But sometimes it's so frustrating because we can just talk and talk and talk. And yeah. people don't listen. They don't listen to emergency services of people. And, you know, it's frustrating. Sometimes it's true. And that's why we rely on you folks out there listening right now to spread the word. You know, make people aware. We call this responsive programming. That's what oh, is that called. what this is called? That's what the FCC... I got a few other words for it. <laughs> That's what the Federal Communications Commission classifies it as. The Friendly Candy Company? Yes, the Friendly Candy Company. Uh, today's the uh, 50th anniversary of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, too. What do you think of that? I agree with you. Yeah? I mean, the, the other one was, it was very... I, I kind of liked it, but yeah, it was kind of dark, but... Yeah, well, I mean, it was more based on the book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which I read the book before the movie ever came out. Yeah, yeah most of us did. I read it in school. I think our teacher read it to us, actually. We had different chapters that she would it's read. Like I, when the movie came out, I was so angry. I was like, no, it's not called Willy Wonka. No, it's not called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I was very upset. About yeah, I, I thought Willy, I thought that uh, Gene Wilder just did a great version. Oh, I love Gene Wilder. You know? And it was. It broke my heart when Gilda Rander died because yeah. the, the two of them were just so in love. It they was, were. And you don't see that in Hollywood. No, you don't. Well, the, Mel Brooks and his wife. What, yeah. How did he, what, Anne Bancroft? Is that yeah? Yeah. How it's like? How did those two end up together? Yeah, yeah. And there was another one too. Was it uh, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward? They were married for years. I think that was he's the 
he was the uh, the salad dressing guy, right? <laughs> He's going to be known as that now, <laughs> salad dressing guy. But, uh, yeah, that's. But another hot one today, boy. I don't know about you, man. I was woken up by lots of thunder boomers last night. Yeah, you know my my scaredy cat girl. She's not usually bothered by thunderstorms, but I think that the her anxiety got pushed up a few notches. I mean, it was while while I was up this morning mm-hmm. when I got up and. It, it, I've managed, well, the dogs managed to time things pretty well between when they wanted to go out last night through the early morning hours. Right. They had timed it. We just got in before the next round came through. It was amazing <laughs> how they managed to do that. Wow. It was almost like they knew. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know. But I, I actually managed to get out to my car, get here, fuss with the new entrance gate to the State Street parking garage. Yeah, it, it's hit and miss with that thing. You yeah, know? I mean, yesterday I was fine getting in. I know that you have to put the card right up to the stanchion and kind of hold it there for a second. Yeah. But it took me four attempts today, and I really had – I was holding the card flat yeah. against the little blue light yeah. for several seconds before it gave a little gleep and said, oh, I guess I'll let you in. Yeah, you know, I, yesterday I had that issue, and finally I had to pop a ticket out. Um, yeah, and, and but today you didn't have an issue. No, and today was fine. And, and the country girl down the hall didn't have an issue. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. It's hit or miss, or maybe they're adjusting the sensitivity, or I don't know. Yeah, well, they better watch it or somebody's going to adjust it with a baseball bat. Well, you know what? You know yourself as well as I do. There's been times when I've come in and that that little gate was busted right off because somebody just drove right through it. Well, that and sometimes people take it as souvenirs and hang it in their dorm rooms. Oh, yeah. I've been told that before. (laughs) Like the stop signs and yield signs. And street signs. That I know somebody that wanted the key bank key that was being yeah. taken down. They wouldn't let him have it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've seen, I, I've seen people do it. I have never, honestly, have never done that. But I, I had some friends that did when I was a kid. You know. We always. I have a brother-in-law. His name is Scott, and we always were threatening to swipe the sign for the town, Scott. Scott. <laughs> Yeah, and of course this is fireworks weekend too. People are uh, yeah. being told not to have fireworks in the city, especially. I mean, they're illegal in New York State, I and mean, you know the outer lying areas. Well, yeah, municipalities have can't have their own ordinances, and Binghamton does. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, you, you have to be careful because there's an awful lot of uh, close buildings in proximity and people around where things could catch on fire. Whereas if you're out in the country, well, we saw that with people shooting off fireworks just for giggles for something to do during the pandemic last year, yeah. setting buildings on fire and things. Yeah, you want to see something, folks? You want to see a deterrent? Google John Pierre Paul JPP from New York Giants and fireworks, and you'll yeah. see the guy blew off uh, three or four of his fingers. And a fireworks and, and it could and even worse could happen. And sparklers are like three thousand degrees. People think sparklers. Oh, let's give them to the the five year old to wave around. Yeah, you're talking about something that is hotter than a match head. Yeah, and we know people are going to have them, especially yeah, people out do. in the country. They had them when they were illegal. I kind of yeah. cringed when New York eased the re, some of the restrictions. I have better things to spend my money on than things that you light on fire and blow up. But yeah, well, be, you know, be, whatever is your giggles. You'll be seeing them. They'll be all around this weekend. But I'm 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 not going to judge anybody if I just <laughs> really don't want you to do them in the middle of the night when people are trying to sleep. There you go. Be considerate. Uh, yes. All right, a hot one today. Heat advisory in effect, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. We'll uh, give you a little more info on that coming up. And Kathy's got local headlines on the way right now. Time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Real talk. Getting back to normal is going to be really difficult for a lot of people. 
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Loneliness was a serious problem here in the United States even before the pandemic. While isolation is more quantitative and objective, loneliness is more of a feeling. One expert we talked to said loneliness is often defined as the discrepancy between one's actual and desired level of connection. I share this with you not only so you can be mindful of yourself, but also the people you care about as we all work together to get back to normal. If you don't know what a family member or a friend of yours is up to, maybe reach out to them. Ask how they're doing. Just say hello. Or better yet, make some plans with them if you can. Reestablish some of those meaningful connections. And remember, we humans are social creatures. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Meet Bob Minetti. In 2016, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Bob participated in a clinical trial that included cutting-edge radiation therapy and surgery. He's been in remission since completion. I'm Keisha Sharp. Since losing my mother to pancreatic cancer, I've been working to share the kind of state-of-the-art work being done by Stand Up to Cancer and Lust Garden Foundation. To learn more about the latest research, including clinical trials, visit pancreaticcancercollective.org. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our 4th of July special. The new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.org. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 66 degrees at 630. The forecast for today... A chance of showers and thunderstorms. Might be some fog around the area. Ran in through a few patches early this morning. A high near 90. More on the heat and the heat indexes in just a moment. About a dozen deaths in Washington and Oregon could be tied to an intense heat wave. Through the scorching temperatures in the northwest, causing one power utility to impose rolling blackouts amid heavy demand. The dangerous weather that gave Seattle and Portland consecutive days of record high temperatures Exceeding 100 degrees eased in those cities yesterday, but inland Spokane saw the temperature spike. The National Weather Service says the 109 degrees on Tuesday in Spokane was the highest temperature ever recorded there. About 9,300 Avista Utilities customers in Spokane lost power on Monday, and the company had more planned blackouts to begin yesterday afternoon. The National Weather Service in our area has issued a heat advisory in effect for from 10 this morning to 8 tonight for parts of the Twin Tiers, including Broome, Tioga, Susquehanna, Bradford, and Wayne Counties. Officials say the heat index values could reach 95 to 100 again, causing for possible serious health issues. Thunderstorms overnight and into the early morning hours have provided additional moisture into the atmosphere, as well as causing a few tree limbs to come down. Emergency services officials in the region say there had been a large tree limb down across a car in the first ward in the city of Binghamton, on Grace Street near Jarvis Street early today. That took over an hour to clear out. There were no widespread incidents of trees.
trees down or debris impeding traffic in this morning commute. New York State Electric and Gas reported early today over 1,200 customers in Tioga County were without power, mainly in the Berkshire and Richford areas. Updates on power outages and projected restoration times can be found at NYSEG.com under the portion of the page that is for reporting and reviewing outage lists. Right now, as far as Tioga County goes, New York State reporting on 1,158 customers. Once again, mainly in the town of Richford, for example, in Berkshire. And the NYSEG is saying right now for Richford, out of almost 400 customers, they're expecting power restoration possibly by 8 o'clock in the morning. As the 4th of July holiday approaches, Binghamton police are being directed to take action against people who use fireworks in the city. Mayor Richard David is advising residents that fireworks are illegal in Binghamton. In a statement, David says fireworks are not just a neighborhood nuisance and drain on police resources. They can cause fires and are dangerous if handled by children or with children nearby. Two New York State police troopers from Troop C covering the southern tier are still recovering after being wounded in separate shootings in Broome County this month. Trooper Ryan Thorpe, who works at a deposit, remains hospitalized at Wilson Medical Center in Johnson City. Thorpe was wounded last Wednesday night when he responded to a domestic dispute in the village of Deposit, sustaining injuries to an arm. Trooper Becky Sager, who works out of the Kirkwood Station, was hospitalized for a short time at Wilson after being wounded in an incident in Colesville June 9th. A spokeswoman for the state police say Seeger is receiving a continued care for complications from those injuries. 44-year-old Scott Malwiney of Deposit is accused of shooting Trooper Thorpe. 34-year-old Jason Johnson of Colesville is accused of shooting Trooper Sager. Both suspects are charged with attempted murder and are being held in the Broome County Jail. You might say a southern tier man has found himself in a sort of legal log jam. A logging complaint has had an unforeseen circumstance for Broome County fugitive. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say deputies responded to the logging issue early on June 21st and found 46-year-old James Amato of Downsville, whom they discovered was wanted for failure to appear before Broome County Grand Jury in February to answer to drug charges. Authorities say a bench warrant had been issued by Broome County Court Judge Joseph Cawley for failure to appear in court after Amato had been indicted in February and charged with two felony and one misdemeanor count of criminal possession of a controlled substance and criminally using drug paraphernalia. Amato was turned over to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Pitch. Door. It's a line drive, base hit in the left center field over the head of Swanson. Rounding third, scoring easily is Peraza. Francisco Lindor with a two-out RBI single. And the Mets have taken a 4-3 to lead here in the top of the seventh. And that's all she wrote. 4-3 to over the Braves. New York Mets win Philadelphia, Colorado, San Diego, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers. All winners in the National League. All right, let's switch gears and move over to the American League. 
Hit on the ground in that spot. Face hit right behind you. I like that. Stanton scores. Here comes Voight, and he scores. Look at all the Yankees coming around the base. Two-run base hit for Glaber Torres. The Yankees are blowing this thing wide open. How bad? 11-5 over the Angels. Uh, kind of uh, getting revenge from their loss the night before. Toronto, Boston, White Sox, Baltimore, and Texas all winners. The Atlanta Hawks and Milwaukee Braves going at it last night. Game number four of the Eastern Conference Finals. Hawks were able to win without their top player, Trey Young, and the Milwaukee Bucks could not without their biggest star, Giannis Antetokounmpo, left the game. In the third, with an, uh, what they're saying is a hyperextension of his left knee. Uh, came after Young was to clear it out with an ankle injury. So once Anadokounmpo departed, the Hawks closed the third period on a 25-8 run to take an 87-62 lead. That was pretty much it. We were talking yesterday about if Trey Young couldn't play, they were done. But nobody said Giannis was going down. Without Giannis, yeah, it's pretty evenly matched. Today. The Hawks might even have a little bit of an advantage there. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. As game number five will be Thursday in Milwaukee. Tonight, the Phoenix Suns and the L.A. Clippers go at it again. Clippers trying to force a game seven with a win tonight. They would knock things up at three apiece. They're playing in L.A. tonight. Tip-off at 9 p.m. NHL, Montreal at Tampa Bay. Bolts lead that series 1-0 in NHL finals. Canadians are looking to tie things up. If they can, the NHL is handing out its first individual awards tonight, and they include a unanimous MVP and a new Norris Trophy winner, too. Oilers forward Connor McDavid has come away with the Hart Trophy, awarded to the player deemed the most valuable uh, to his team. You have that. Binghamton Rumble Ponies winning over the Richmond Flying Squirrels last night, 5-2, game one of their six-game road trip. They'll be back here Tuesday at Morabito Stadium, uh, taking on the, uh, what are they taking on? New Hampshire Fisher Cats next Tuesday, they'll start a six-game home series here at Morabito Stadium. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, well, in addition to some patchy fog this morning, a lot of the areas are... Without power, certain areas, Broome County, just a small, the biggest counties, Tioga County, uh, with uh, about 1,200 people almost without power this morning in that area. And uh, Shenango County with one. Right now, Broome says five. And I know NYSEG is working on this to try to help out the, the folks in Tioga County who are maybe waking up in the dark this morning. If you haven't checked yet, you're in Tioga County, you're listening to a battery-powered radio. Click your light. See if they're working. WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Heat advisory by the National Weather Service from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. Patchy fog this morning. Partly sunny today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. High near 90. Heat index is around 96. Mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Lows in the mid to upper 60s. Clouds on Thursday. Chance of showers. Possibly a thunderstorm. High in the mid-70s. Mostly cloudy Friday. Showers and thunderstorms again. High in the mid-70s. For the weekend, partly sunny Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. 
Chances of showers and thunderstorms all three days. Uh, Mid-70s for Saturday, upper 70s for Sunday, July 4th, and then mid-80s for Monday. So maybe we'll see some sun. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Help out a little bit with the celebrations this weekend. It's supposed to be a busy weekend for traveling, too. If you're traveling, be advised. A lot of people are going to be on the road, they say, busiest since uh, before the pandemic as people are itching to get out and do some things now. So we're at 67 degrees right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Good morning, As an elephant eats What are you at getting terribly fat What do you think will come of that I don't like the sound of it Alright, Oompa Loompas I like the one about the Siamese cat Did they have one on the Siamese cat? Yeah, they had one about Something about Siamese cat Those Oompa Loompas were uh, Yeah, Uh, I think some of them were Leftover munchkins from the the Wizard of Oz They had uh, I'm serious. I think well, there, there were some. fairly old, but Well, it was 50 years ago. It was 50 years ago. So you figure if some of them were kids back when they did The Wizard of Oz in 39, this came out in 71. And not all the, the munchkins in The Wizard of Oz were little people. They actually, some of them were children because yeah. they could, couldn't find enough little people. Yeah. Oh, there, there's, you don't even get me started on that. For snow, the snow scenes, they used asbestos. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's like, and and it almost killed the Tin Man with the the metallic paint that they used on yeah. him. Oh, uh, it was horrible. And the witch was too scary. They actually cut cut back a lot of her scenes because they felt she was too scary. The flying monkeys are what I didn't like. Yeah, the flying. monkeys I don't know too scary. many people that do like them. Although I have to say, the one flying my. <laughs> a few years back, we were at the Discovery Center. They invited the Greyhounds to come. Right. And one of our people is quite a seamstress. I mean, really, really. And she's doing that now for a living. Right. She's making custom dog collars and dog pajamas for, like, the hairless breeds and things like that. Well, she made... Um, these outfits she did for herself the wicked witch outfit yeah totally with the sleeves and i mean exact replica Mm -hmm. and she made wings and the little pill hat and things and she made the greyhounds into flying monkeys and it was the most his it was perfect yeah that have little wings on them and stuff oh yeah 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 yeah, those flying monkeys were kind of, uh, they gave people nightmares. Yeah, they did. Well, that's why I don't watch scary movies. probably why I don't watch scary movies now. Well, they, they had an interview with Margaret Hamilton one time, and they said when they called her up, and we were casting people for The Wizard of Oz. They said, well, we want you to be in The Wizard of Oz. And she said, well, okay, well, who am I going to be? And they said, well, the witch, of course. Of course. <laughs> She's like, what? Those um, are the most fun roles as yeah. somebody that was in theater. It's like, you, I... I saw an interview recently with a famous character actor who I can't remember their name right now, um, and they were saying that they they prefer being the character. Yeah, and they don't want to be the leading man 
because with being a character actor, you have so much you can play with. Yeah. And the more evil the, the character you get to play, the more fun it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I'm not going to spoil the Willy Wonka stuff because fun facts this morning will have something to do with that next hour. So I don't want to say too much about that. But uh, you and I both agree that the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie was was much more, I think, enjoyable than Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know, the, the that, what was the, that guy's name that? The, Which one? The, the the one that played Wonka in that. The, he's, oh, that was Johnny Depp. Yeah. He's yeah. creepy to begin with. He does all these creepy stuff yeah. in the Tim Burton movies and stuff. And Freddie Highmore was the kid. And Freddie Highmore plays in The Good Doctor. He also was in the Bates Motel movies. He's a brilliant director. He plays an autistic doctor in The Good yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Which is an awesome series. And yeah, and he does a great job with that. He does. Yeah. He, he does. So he was does. Charlie when Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. He really? Played, he played the kid, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it just blows me away every time they do an interview with him and I find out that he's British. It yeah. Does, he's one of those people that can really fake an American accent. Well, I like to go behind the scenes. I look. I Google the bloopers and stuff because I like to see all the, the fun stuff. They have a fun time on that set. And I can imagine because he's an autistic character, so he's very straightforward yeah. in his character. Yeah. And if he comes out of character, I mean, it's people know immediately. You know. So. <laughs> anyway, yeah. A good one. So, fun facts about Willy Wonka coming up, and uh, people still without power, Kathy. Yeah, um, I'm going to go real quick down the list. The, yeah, the, go ahead. We'll just hit Tioga County because they're mm-hmm. the ones with the most. Uh, right now, they're saying it's up to 1,160 customers. The majority of those in the town of Berkshire, which would be in Atkins Road, uh, Blue Hill Road. Uh, uh, East Berkshire Road. They're t- saying mainly eight o'clock in the morning for restoring power to them. Out in Richford, they were saying they were still assessing in some of those. So right now, the best guess we have for New York State Electric and Gas is possibly about eight o'clock. Now, as people start to wake up and more people are reporting outages, that number could go up. Yeah. So uh, be advised. Uh, it was rumbling over my house. My my house was shaking. Yeah. I mean, some of those were really. Yeah. Strong thunderstorms. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Kathy. We'll check in with Kathy for more updates uh, on local news as well in just a couple of minutes. Right now, time for our consumer tech update. Here's Kim Commando. It's do or die day for robocalls in all the telephone companies. I'm Kim Commando with today's deadline, brought to you by Simply Safe, making people feel safe at home for the past 15 years. Go to simplysafekim.com today to get a free HD security camera. All telephone providers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Comcast, Cox, and all the others, have until the end of today, June 30th, to implement a new technology called StirShaken. In a nutshell, StirShaken is a group of complex software protocols working in and between all the carriers. The software generates a short burst of information and sends it between the first and second ring. That information guarantees that the number displayed on your caller ID is the real number that's calling you not a phony number from robocallers hiding their identity. All the software has been written and installed by the phone carriers themselves, and you don't have to do anything. It goes into effect both in the United States and Canada today. Get more tech news when you want it at commando.com. Does your printer have enough ink for another year of work reports and tax forms? If you print a lot or wish you could print a lot without worrying about ink, it's important to have the right printer. Epson is changing the game with their cartridge-free EcoTank printers that have super-sized, easy-to-fill ink tanks and come with a ridiculous amount of ink, enough to print thousands of pages. Stop buying expensive ink cartridges and save yourself from the frustration of replacing ink cartridges ever again. With the Epson EcoTank, you don't have to worry about running out of ink. 
Now you can print all of your business documents, reports, tax forms, and your task list in color too. I just love mine. It has saved me so much time and money. Kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. EcoTank makes it easy. So make the switch today. Add the Epson EcoTank to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. Epson EcoTank printers. Available at Best Buy, Office Depot, Staples, and at Epson.com slash Eco. The news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. All right, a heat advisory in effect from National Weather Service from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. So we'll see patchy fog this morning, partly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms, and some of those thunder boomers can be severe today. A high near 90 heat index values as high as 96 or more. Some people without power, uh, primarily Tioga County seems like it's the biggest area uh, without power this morning. We'll get an update with Kathy White coming up in just a couple of minutes as we check in. On this date, 1995, Garth Brooks got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So I thought we would Garth Brooks up to ABC News with his very first single release from 1989, Much Too Young. The field is damn old. See you on the other side. Sports and more. We'll be talking to KSO Insurance Solutions and Miller Auto Team next hour. 67 degrees. This old highway's getting longer. It seems there ain't no wind inside. Sleep would be best, but I just can't afford the rest. I got a ride in Denver tomorrow night. No one answered For the last two weeks No one's been home I guess she's through with me To tell the truth I just can't see What's kept a woman Holding on this long And the white line's getting longer And the saddle's getting cold I'm much too young to feel this demo All my cards are on the table With no ways left in the hole I'm much too young your trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 67 degrees with some fog and mist around the area. For today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could be severe with damaging winds and heavy rain. Otherwise, partly sunny today and a high near 90. And for a third straight day, the National Weather Service in Binghamton has issued a heat advisory for parts of the Twin Tiers. The local weather service office says the advisory is in effect from 10 a.m. till 8 p.m. For Broome, Tioga, Tompkins Counties in New York, and Susquehanna, Bradford, and part of Wayne County in Pennsylvania. NOAA says maximum heat index values between 95 and 100 degrees are expected again for the hottest part of the day. Officials again say hot temperatures and high humidity can cause heat illness like heat exhaustion and heat stroke to occur not only for humans but also pets. 
could be susceptible. The Weather Service says the hottest temperatures and heat indices will incur in the lower elevation River Valley locations. Drink plenty of fluids, stay in an air-conditioned room, stay out of the sun, and check up on relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. A welcome sign of the times comes in the form of another Southern Tier County backing down on its regular updates concerning the COVID-19 pandemic. Earlier this year, the Broome County Executive Jason Garner discontinued his weekly live news conferences concerning the coronavirus with updates only coming through the county website. Tioga County stopped daily advisories on the Health Department website but still provides numbers through the county government page. And Delaware County began providing updates only on Thursdays. Yesterday, Shenango County announced it would start providing updates only on Tuesdays as infections and deaths continue to decline. An example of that is evidence in the latest numbers. There were no additional deaths in any Southern Tier counties yesterday. Broome County had 18,147 total cases for the pandemic. In yesterday's posting, that's an increase of only two. Shenango's latest daily update shows total infections at 3,512, an increase of one. Cortland County had no new cases with a pandemic total at 4,591. Delaware County's last update on Thursday had a total infection at 2,425 and 51 deaths. Tioga County yesterday reported no additional cases, holding steady at 3,908 since the pandemic started in mid-March of last year. A sign of hope for the pandemic has made a stop in Binghamton. A prayer service was held yesterday in front of Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital on Riverside Drive for the presentation of the pandemic crucifix, similar to a crucifix that inspired the people of Rome during an epidemic in 1522. The relic is traveling to Ascension Ministries in 19 states. Last December, Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky of the St. Louis Archdiocese visited Ascension's offices and offered a special blessing, especially for those who care for patients and families in the United States. A news release from Lourdes says the crucifix serves as a reminder of how people are all united, quote, in the love of God and neighbor. Bishop Douglas Lucia of the Diocese of Syracuse led yesterday's service. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says Endicott, Broome County, City of Binghamton, and Cortland County are among 79 recipients of grants for emergency preparedness and response from the Division of Homeland Security. $7.4 million in funding is going to bomb squads, hazardous materials teams, explosive detention canine teams, and cybersecurity around the state. Twelve awards are being made to bomb squads to equip and train those units. The Village of Endicott Bomb Squad is getting $100,000. $108,000 is going to hazardous materials teams in the Broome, Delaware, Shenango, Otsego County region to be used to maintain essential equipment and conduct training. Twenty-seven awards are going to the Explosive Detection Canine Team program to help enhance their capabilities with the City of Binghamton's unit getting $50,000. And Cortland County is getting $50,000 to help their ability to detect, respond, and recover from cyber incidents under the Cyber Security Grant Program. Members of a Binghamton-based credit union will be meeting next month to determine the fate of a plan to merge with a central New York institution. The Horizons Federal Credit Union Board of Directors has approved a plan to merge with Empower Federal Credit Union of Syracuse. Horizons measures are expected to vote on the proposal at a meeting in Binghamton July 27th. 
The directors of Horizons and Empower have said the merger would make enhanced products and services possible and improve operating expenses. It's not known what impact the merger will have on employment at the Broome County Horizon offices. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays noon to 3 on News Radio 1290 WMBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the uh, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Swung on and drilled to deep left center field. Ward back way over his head. One hop off the Monument Park wall. Sanchez scores. Stanton will be held at third. It is a ribby double of a void. A bullet to dead center over the head of Ward. It scores Sanchez, and the Yankees take an 8-3 lead. Ended up blasting the Angels 11-5 last night. Toronto, Boston, the White Sox, Baltimore, and Texas winners. James McCann hitting a tying three-run homer off Charlie Morton in the fourth run, seventh inning. Francisco Lindor following four batters later by single the go-ahead run off A.J. Minter. Mets beat the Braves 4-3. Toronto, Boston, White Sox, Baltimore, and Texas winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies defeat the Richmond Flying Squirrels 5-2 in the first game of their six-game road series. Ponies will be back next Tuesday, July 6th, for six games here at home at Moravidal Stadium against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Go Ponies! Basketball, the Atlanta Hawks able to win without their top player. The Milwaukee Bucks couldn't do it with their biggest without their biggest star. The Hawks were minus Trey Young as they tied the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals to two games apiece with a 110-88 route of the Bucks. Lou Williams, sweet Lou, did a stellar job filling in for Young with 21 points. They lost Giannis Antetokounmpo. Went out of the game with a hyperextension of his left knee in the third quarter. So uh, who's more valuable, Giannis or Trey Young? Apparently Giannis for that team. He's the heart and soul. The guy can do a layup from the top of the key, you know. Anyway, knotted up to a piece. Game five tomorrow night in Milwaukee. The NHL Finals. Game two tonight, Montreal at Tampa Bay. Bolts lead the Canadians 1-0 in that NHL Finals Stanley Cup series. And for tonight in basketball, Phoenix at L.A. Clippers looking to tie it up here and force a Game 7 back in Phoenix. And we'll see what happens tonight with that game. Dick's Sporting Goods Open will be getting underway. Big announcements coming up today with uh, the tournament director, John Caritas. PGA Tour champion, President Miller Brady. Albert Nacholito. Ed Stack from Dick's Sporting Goods. 
And they'll be uh, also awarding the Dick's Sporting Goods Foundation Sports Matter Program grants to two local female youth sport teams as well. Special announcements and things going on as tournaments getting ready to Pro-Am gets ready. And, of course, we will have coverage for you with our own Roger Neal beginning Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Reports live from Enjoy to keep you up to date all weekend long for the Dick's Sporting Goods Open. We're excited. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm more excited about. The Dick Sporting is open or having Roger Neal back on the air with us. I think probably Roger Neal back on the air with us. But we're excited about that, so uh, we'll have that going for you. That is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 713. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory in our area, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. Some patchy fog burning off this morning. Partly sunny today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some of those storms could be severe. High near 90. Heat index values as high as 96. Mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Lows in the mid to upper 60s. Thursday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Cloudy. Mid 70s. Mostly cloudy. Friday. Showers and tea storms possible. Mid 70s again. Saturday. Sunday. Which is July 4th. And Monday. All three days we'll see partly to mostly sunny. Chance of showers, maybe some thunderstorms in there, but mid-70s for Saturday, upper 70s for July 4th, and mid-80s for Monday. Makes for a nice weekend, nice and warm, and very July-like as we say goodbye to June today. This is it. Last day of June. Wow. It's been pretty good, I think. 67 degrees to start things off with right now. This is WNBF's First News Binghamton. I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White, uh, welcoming you to uh, the middle of the work week. And... uh, Yeah, more stuff coming up. We'll be checking in with Karen Sweet O'Neill for our KSO Insurance Solutions Tip of the Week, also coming up in just a couple. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions, on News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Right, still taking a look at uh, the power outages this morning, see if anything is updated. Okay, I'm back here. Carry the one, minus three. I know a lot of you in Tioga County without power this morning. Uh, looks like uh, Broom's got one more up. And Tioga County, uh, we're still at 1,160 without power, so some people are starting to get their power back 
again. Boy, some nasty thunder boomers last night out there in Tioga. Uh, my house was rattling. Uh, I woke up a couple times in the middle of the night, woke me right up, shaking the house almost, it felt like, you know. So, yeah, there were some rumbles of thunder. That's what we get this time of year. And, you know, with the humidity the way it is right now, uh, we're going to see that. That's why virtually every single day, even if there's sun, it doesn't matter. There's still that chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially in the afternoon when the humidity really uh, gets into the air. And it's got to go somewhere, right? And where's it going to go? Right back down on our heads again. So, you know, all right, I tell people all the time, you know, you, <laughs> you see this kind of weather? All right, this is why you don't want to live in Florida in August unless you're in air conditioning, you know, because it's very hot. And, and if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. 67 degrees right now at WNBF First News, Binghamton, 720. I'm Doug Mosier. And uh, still looking for more people in the rubble down there and a horrible building collapse in Florida. And uh, some rescue tech, surfside rescue techniques are now being applied as well. Here's more on the story. Search and rescue crews are using a variety of technologies in the wake of that deadly building collapse in Surfside, Florida. Mark Naveau is a former federal coordinating officer for FEMA focused on disaster management. He says the rescue crews in Surfside are using specialized listening devices as part of the effort to locate survivors. It's almost like a small handheld dish and they're aiming it in areas and they're trying to listen for any type of sound, whether it's somebody's voice, somebody tapping on a pipe. They're also trying to pinpoint voids or gaps in the rubble using fisheye cameras. It's on kind of a flexible type of rope that you can feed into these small crevices and then they've got a small screen that they're looking at. But he says sometimes the best solution isn't high tech at all. Probably the best technology that we have are the dogs, honestly. With Tech Trends, I'm Mark Remillard, ABC News. Thoughts and prayers for those people down there. It's just horrible, the situation and not knowing and, of course, losing your loved ones and family members and, and people maybe that are still trapped in that rubble as well. WNBF First News Time 722. Let's check in with Wall Street. Not much change to the major stock indexes, although all three did post advances yesterday. The Dow Jones picked up nine points, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite ended fractionally higher, but enough for new record high closes. Today marks the halfway point in 2021, and for the year, the S&P is up 14%. The Nasdaq and the Dow Jones Industrial Average are 12% higher than they were on January 1st. Investors have shaken off inflation concerns on the expectation that the pandemic recovery will continue. Walmart dives deeper into pharmaceuticals. It has launched the first ever private label insulin products for diabetics. The retailer says its rely on brand will save customers up to 75% on the cost of insulin. Royal Caribbean is resuming cruises for the first time since COVID-19 scuttled the business and it's allowing unvaccinated passengers to depart from Florida ports as long as they test negative for coronavirus first. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thanks, Jim. WNBF First News Time is 723, and we're at 67 degrees. going to be a hot one today, though, folks. How hot? Around 90. Heat indexes as high as 96. Hydrate yourselves. KSO Insurance Tip of the Week coming up. First News Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. One of the highlights of my week, anyway, I always enjoy talking to Karen. Let's bring her in right now. Good morning, Karen. 
Good morning, Doug. How are you? You hear me talking about you? I did. You were saying nice, nice things. Well, how can I not? I mean, when it comes to you, you have a sweet. You even have sweet in your name. You know. <laughs> you know, it's tough to live up to that, but I try. Oh, you do a great job at it. Thanks. So. You're welcome. So as an independent life and health insurance advisor, Karen, I know that you come across a lot of different situations for people. Well, one thing we probably don't count on, obviously, is uh, unseen emergencies and things that pop up. Right. You know, and I think people have heard it time and time again, Doug. You should have an emergency fund. So in case you do have things pop up, you don't have to scramble and try and figure out, geez, how am I going to pay for that, and so on and so forth. So it was interesting because in the latest AARP magazine, they had a great article in there, and it was titled, How to Survive a Financial Emergency or Avoid One in the First Place. And, of course, avoiding one in the first place is always something that we prefer mm-hmm. because we don't want to have a financial emergency or any other kind. Sure. So... What do you do? Um, You know, preventative maintenance with all of these things that we're going to talk about is pretty much the key here. So let's say that you have a toothache, okay? What is it going to cost? So without dental insurance, a root canal procedure that cleans out the tooth, it's causing you pain, will Mm -hmm. run anywhere from $900 in some places to double that and others. But then you're not done, Doug, because then you need a crown on the tooth, and that costs somewhere usually between $1,000 and $2,000. So that's a lot of money. That's three to $4,000 because you need a root canal. Sure. Now, what is that? You know, how can you avoid that? Well, it's difficult to avoid, but you can, you know, keep up your preventative care, including your semi-annual checkups. And, you know, With Medicare Advantage plans, in a lot of cases, they will cover preventative care for dental. And what is that? That's like two cleanings a year, Mm x-rays, and maybe fluoride treatments. And so they can pretty much, you know, highlight a problem area during those exams and maybe ward off an emergency that might require a root canal. And, of course, you you can consider dental insurance. And if you can't get it through an employer, you can buy it's straight from the companies now. So you want to be careful with that, though. You want to check with your dental office what carrier provides the best, you know, repayment and uh, go in that in that direction, whether it's Delta or Cigna or, Cigna or Met or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can ward off some of those costs as well. Um, what about, you know, if a tree, uh, the wind blew a, a tree over and it crushed my car? Now, with those storms last night, Doug, that's yeah. probably possible. Sure. You know, especially up towards, I think it was the Cortland area that really got hit mm-hmm. uh, tremendously uh, last night. And so, you know, how much does that cost? Well, that can cost a bundle of money. So wh- what do you do with that? Well, you want to shop around because if the tree's already down, you know, there's you can't do anything about that. Your homeowners, though, your your liability if mm-hmm. it crushes the car, um, should be paid for. However, there's some instances where it's not, and you have to actually pay that out of pocket. So you want to shop around, and you're talking about anywhere from two hundred to a thousand dollars. 
yeah. and things like that, you know, so so on and so forth. And one of the biggest things, though, I have to say that I was shocked at in this article, and there's many, many more. So mm-hmm. if you get the AARP magazine, go ahead and take a look at it because it's a really good article, is when my dog bit my neighbor. Now, dog, the average cost, okay, an insurance payout for a dog bite claim mm-hmm. was $50,000. Wow. In 2020. Wow. That's a lot of money. It is. It and, is. Uh, I, I was shocked at that. So what they're saying is, you know, your homeowners may cover that, but see if your insurance covers your type of dog and shop around if yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Those are good points. And also, Karen, there's also uh, insurance you can pick up on your utilities and things around the house that break down that, that sometimes Absolutely. are pretty reasonable. Yes, they are. So those are good things to look at, you know. And it's difficult because every everything you buy today wants you to have a two- to three-year warranty on it, you know. So some things make sense, some yeah. things don't. So you really have to do your homework, go online, read about, you know, take names um, as far as how to get the best help with home repairs and things like that. Yeah. Um, play the reporter, get quotes. And if you can, talk in person to people that may be doing the work for you. And we can do that now because the COVID restrictions have been lifted. Yeah, and you prepare yourself a little bit for the common emergencies. Uh, you, can't, you can't foresee a lot of things, but you don't want to completely deplete your retirement savings or whatever savings you have. So uh, those are good points. Karen, if people are interested in talking to you for consultation, they have uh, questions, they would like to hire you for that, what's the best way to get a hold of you? They can call us at 772 772- 4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance. And all our contact information comes up, Doug, or simply go to a phone book and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. And we encourage you to do that. And Karen, as always, it's always a pleasure. And we thank you so much for your advice. And we'll look forward to the July uh, KSO Insurance tips of the week as well. well that's right. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Doug. You two have a safe one, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Very good. Thank you. All right. Bye now. Bye. WNBF First News Times, 733. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 67 degrees at 733. Might run into some fog and mist this morning in the early morning commute. High day today getting into possibly the upper 80s to around 90. Authorities in Florida have requested an additional search and rescue team to help look for survivors in the rubble of the collapsed condo tower near near Miami in Surfside, Florida. Kevin Guthrie of the Florida Division of Emergency Management said the agency asked for an additional team from the federal government. He says the new team would allow the crews that have been working at the site for days to rotate out and be on hand if severe weather hits that area in the coming days. About a dozen deaths in Washington and Oregon may be tied to an intense heat wave that brought scorching temperatures to the northwest and has caused one power utility to impose rolling blackouts amid heavy demand. The dangerous weather that gave Seattle and Portland consecutive days of record high temperatures exceeding 100 degrees eased in those cities yesterday, but inland Spokane saw the temperatures spike. The National Weather Service says the 109 degrees on Tuesday in Spokane was the highest temperature ever recorded there. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory in effect from 10 this morning to 8 tonight for parts of the Twin Tiers, including Broome, Tioga, Susquehanna, Bradford, and Wayne Counties. 
Officials say the heat index values could reach 95 to 100 again, causing for possible serious health injuries. Thunderstorms overnight and into the early morning hours have provided additional moisture into the atmosphere, as well as causing a few limbs to come down. Emergency services officials in the region said there had been a large limb that came down on a car in the first ward in the city of Binghamton on Grace Street near Jarvis Street early today. That took over an hour to clear out. There's been no widespread incidents of trees down or debris impeding traffic this morning. However, we do have the fog. New York State Electric and Gas is reporting over 1,200 customers in Tioga County at one point have been without power. The latest update on the New York State Electric and Gas outage website is saying that there are 1,160 Tioga County residents without power, a majority of those in Berkshire, where they're anticipating the power to be back on at 8 o'clock this morning. Updates on power outages and projected restoration times can be found at NYSEG.com under the portion of the page for reporting and reviewing outage lists. As the 4th of July holiday approaches, Binghamton police are being told to take action against people using fireworks. Mayor Richard David says residents need to know fireworks are illegal in the city. In a statement, David says fireworks are not just a neighborhood nuisance and a drain on police resources. They can cause fires and are dangerous if handled by children or with children nearby. WMBF First News Time, 736. Well, you might say a southern tier man has found himself in a jam, a kind of legal log jam, if you will. A logging complaint has had an unforeseen circumstances for a Broome County fugitive. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say deputies responded to the logging issue early on June 21st and found 46-year-old James Amato of Downsville, whom they discovered was wanted for failure to appear before a Broome County grand jury in February to answer to drug charges. Authorities say a bench warrant had been issued for the failure to appear in court after Amato had been indicted in February and charged with two felony and one misdemeanor count of criminal possession of a controlled substance and criminally using drug paraphernalia. Amato was turned over to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division. It's 737 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with baseball. James McCann hitting a tying three-run homer off Charlie Morton in the four-run seventh inning. Francisco Lindor following four batters later by singled and singling in the go-ahead run off A.J. Minter and the New York Mets beat the Atlanta Braves 4-3 to three yesterday. Philadelphia, Colorado, San Diego, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers winners in the National League. Over in the American League, Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez powering a long-awaited onslaught from New York's star-studded lineup. Getting their batting in order. The Yankees overcome two more home runs by big league leader. And uh, the L.A. Angels fall to the New York Yankees 11-5 yesterday. A shellacking Toronto, Boston, White Sox, Baltimore, Texas winners. Atlanta Hawks were without Trey Young, but Giannis Antetokounmpo went down in the third quarter as well. And when he went down, Hawks went on a 25-8 run. Took an 87-62 lead. Pretty much that was it. That's all she wrote. Hawks tie the series at two apiece. Uh, the uh, Hawks still without Trey Young. And uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are still without Giannis. And uh, not sure of Giannis' status 
coach Mike Budenhauser. He's in the locker room with the guys and just address the group and, you know, but nothing, you know, above and beyond or, you know, we'll see how he is. Tonight, my, uh, Phoenix at the Clippers in the NBA Western Conference Finals. Right now, Phoenix up three games to two. Clippers looking to tie it up and force a game seven. In the NHL, Montreal at Tampa Bay. Bolts are up 1-0 over the Canadians. Canadians trying to tie that series up as well. Binghamton Rumble Ponies winning over the Richmond Flying Squirrels yesterday 5-2. It's the first game of their six-game road trip. They'll be back here on Tuesday for six games against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats beginning next Tuesday, July 6th. Go Ponies. Dick Sporting Goods Open getting underway. Announcements today. The Pro-Am, of course, coming up. And uh, play begins on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Roger Neal will be reporting in live from Enjoy all weekend long with reports for you. So keep it right here on 1290 WNBF for reports and the leaderboard from the Dick's Sporting Goods Open. We're bringing it to you. And that is a look at sports. WNBF, first news time, 741. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Got some patchy fog this morning. Uh, I know, didn't really see a lot of construction things going on yesterday. It looked like pretty, pretty much everybody was pretty much at a halt. We're not sure if that's going to happen today or not. With the weather being as hot as it is, may or may not happen. After the fog burns off, there's a, a heat advisory from the National Weather Service from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, partly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms, and we could see some severe ones like we did last night, some big boomers. High today near 90, heat index values as high as 96, mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and T-storms, lows in the mid to upper 60s. Cloudy on Thursday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid-70s, mostly cloudy Friday, the same, showers and thunderstorms likely mid-70s. For the weekend, partly to mostly sunny, Saturday, and a chance of showers all three days. Uh, Saturday, we'll see temperatures in the mid-70s, upper 70s on Independence Day Sunday, and then Monday, temperatures in the mid-80s. And right now, 68 degrees, still areas without power, primarily the Tioga County area, uh, people without power in that area, several people, and NYSEG is working to restore that power for you. Uh, other than that, uh, we'll keep you updated throughout the morning as to what is going on. WNBF First News Time is 742. We're at 67. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, the big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to this 181st day of 2020, 184 days left in the year. 
Hope you're having a great day. The unprecedented northeast U.S. heat wave that slammed Seattle and Portland, Oregon, has moved inland, causing an electrical utility uh, to warn that people will face more rolling blackouts amid heavy power demands. The intense weather that gave Seattle and Portland consecutive days of record high temperatures over 100 degrees is expected to ease in those cities. But inland, Spokane was likely to surpass Monday's high temperature of a record tying 105. Here we've got temperatures near that with the heat index values today. It'll be about 90, uh, but values could bring it up to 96 or even better. And uh, yesterday I was looking at the temperature even into the afternoon, late afternoon, it was like 93 on my thermometer. So it's uh, going to be a hot one here too. We still have some people in Tioga County without power this morning. Nice egg working on that. We'll keep you updated on what's going on there too. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White, welcome to the final day of June. We bid farewell to the greenest month in New York State and uh, with a promise of more great weather to come. And we'll check your forecast coming up in a couple minutes. Right now, time for an entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Some lucky London fans got a sneak preview of Black Widow Tuesday night, and among the crowd was one of the stars of the Marvel film, Florence Pugh, who says she and co-star Scarlett Johansson got really close on the first day of filming. And our day one was me throwing her against a cabinet, and we both had our hands in each other's armpits, and it was in that moment that I was like, oh my God, I have a sweaty armpit, and Scarlett Johansson is touching me. Black Widow hits theaters and streaming on Disney Plus July 9th. Come with me. 50 years ago today, we learned about the wonderful weirdness that is the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It opened June 30th, 1971 to mixed reviews in so-so box office. It wasn't until years later when it played on TV and was available for rental that it became a cult classic. New movies out today include Zola in theaters and America the Motion Picture on Netflix. And happy birthday today to Monica Potter, the Parenthood star turning 50. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time is 7.49, and uh, as I mentioned before, temperatures today are going to hit 90 with heat index values high as 96. Looking ahead to the weekend uh, for Saturday, Independence Day, and Monday, if we're looking that far ahead, right now it looks like partly to mostly sunny all three days as we get into the weekend. Temperatures will be mid-70s, upper 70s, and mid-80s by Monday, and we could see some showers or thunderstorms. Uh, as we get closer to that. For the rest of the week right now that we're going through, uh, tonight mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, low, mid to upper 60s, mostly cloudy for Thursday and Friday with chances of showers and thunderstorms. Both days, temperatures in the mid-70s. So we're at 68 degrees right now. Now your political insights from ABC News. The House passing a bill to remove Confederate and other pro-slavery statues from the Capitol. It now goes to the Senate. Allowing a COVID eviction moratorium to remain until the end of July, but not after. The Supreme Court rejecting a challenge by Alabama and Georgia realtors and property management companies. President Biden compared bringing electricity to rural America in the 1930s to what he wants to do with roads, bridges, and broadband. High-speed internet is the equivalent of that today. It's a similar, it's an equivalent of that. It isn't a luxury. It's now a necessity. The president telling a Wisconsin audience his plan would cut the cost of internet everywhere. The federal government can indefinitely detain already deported immigrants who return asking for safety asylum. That's the Supreme Court's 6-3 to three ruling saying it doesn't matter if those immigrants fear for their lives back home. Andy Field, ABC News. Thank you, Andy. WNBF First News Time. Looks like we're at 7.51. And coming up, 
fun facts, and fun facts today will deal with Willy Wonka. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. First is The Dan Bongino Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WN. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes. And Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Don Giovanni, WNBF. Once again, WNBF will provide live coverage from Dick's Open. Hear live reports from Enjoy's Golf Course from Roger Neal. Our live coverage is sponsored by the supporters of Dick's Open. Overhead Door Company of Binghamton. Lofty Rock Products. By Upfront Auto Clinic. Mike Colson Insurance Agency and Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning. Listen in for live coverage from Dick's Open with Roger Neal on WMBF 1290. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. Yes, indeed. Just remember, Mm -hmm. I know everything. Of course you do. All right, we're going to start off with... uh, Actually, today is the 50th anniversary of the release of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So, fun facts about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that you may or may not know. Fun fact number one, the Chocolate River was actually made of real chocolate. What do you think? The Chocolate River was actually made of real chocolate. That's the truth. Yeah, chocolate, water, and cream. It spoiled fairly quickly and left a terrible smell, apparently. Fun fact number two, in spite of all the scenes and gadgetry, no injuries were reported on the Willy Wonka set during filming. In spite of all the scenes and gadgetries, no injuries were reported on the Willy Wonka set. What do you think of that? That's baloney. Yeah, Julie Don Cole, who played Veruca Salt, 
smashed a watermelon-sized chocolate egg on a rock in the chocolate room, and she didn't know it was real. She badly cut her left knee falling onto it. And if you watch carefully in the first scene with the egg, you can see that her left stocking is bloody. She still has a scar on her knee from the injury, believe it or not. So, yeah. Fun fact number four. The movie was shot on the Paramount lot in Hollywood. The movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, 50 years ago, shot on the Paramount lot in Hollywood, you think? That's baloney. Now, the movie was shot in Munich, Germany, but the producers had to go outside of Germany to recruit enough little people to play the Oompa Loompas, and many of the people cast as Oompa Loompas did not speak English fluently. So, obviously, they dubbed in the Oompa Loompa thing in there. Uh, That's why some appear to not know the words to songs during the musical numbers. Yeah, you can you see their mouths aren't moving exactly right in choreography, you know, choreographized mouth movements. <laughs> All right. Gene Wilder's acting actually scared some of the kids. Gene Wilder's acting actually scared some of the kids on the set, believe it or not. What do you think? That's the truth. During the boat ride scene, Gene Wilder's acting was so convincing that it frightened some of the actors, including Nickerson, who played, um, not Veruca Salt, but the other girl, Violet. She said apparently they thought that Wilder really was going mad from being in the tunnel. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, where he kind of goes mad. And finally, the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was changed from the book title, which was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, because of copyright issues. The film, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, was changed from the original book title, which was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, because of copyright infringement issues. What do you think? That's baloney. No, the film was originally financed by the Quaker Oats Company, and they wanted to tie the film to a new candy bar they were going to release. So the movie was renamed from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to Willy Wonka, in the Chocolate Factory in order to promote the candy tie-in, the Wonka Bar. Believe it or not, see? It was all about commercializing. Well, it kind of makes sense if you think about it, right? I never knew that. I just assumed it was probably copyright infringements, but I didn't know. Are you thick or what? Yes, but that's beside the point. Coming up in the next hour, we'll check in with UHS, with Dr. Young's office, UHS Primary Care in Johnson City for our Stay Young and Healthy segment. And we'll also talk to the people's lawyer, Joe Stanley, who will give us you and the law. And we'll also be talking to uh, Workforce Wednesday. We've got uh, information on uh, just some tips and different things that we do on Wednesdays for Broomtaga Workforce New York as they get prepared for the job fair next Tuesday at Marabito Stadium as well. 50th anniversary of Willy Wonka. And those are your fun facts. Bet you didn't know some of those, did you, huh? Listen to me. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. What are you at getting terribly fat? What do you think will come of that? I don't like the look of it. Oompa, loompa, doompa dee da. If you're not greedy, you will go far. You will live in happiness too. 
your trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 70 degrees at 8.04. The forecast for today after we push past some patchy fog. It should be getting out of the way any time now. Partly sunny today, 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some of those storms could be severe, a high near 90. Heat index values into the mid-90s. We did have some thunderstorms that pushed through late afternoon, overnight last night, and into this morning. And that's caused some power issues around the region. The latest update from New York State Electric and Gas has changed the estimated restoration time for some residents in Tioga County, where over 1,100 customers are without power. Now in Berkshire, the NYSEG is projecting instead of an 8 a.m. restoration time, 11 a.m. restoration for areas like Atkins Road, Ballou Hill Road, as well as Greening Road, Glen Road. Ketchumville Road, those areas all were supposed to have power back on by now. And once again, they have pushed that back to possibly 11 o'clock. Also, the town of Richford, which was also hard, hard hit, they are also, if not assessing the situation, projecting power restoration now at 11. For a third straight day, the National Weather Service in Binghamton has issued a heat advisory for parts of the Twin Tiers. The local weather service office says the advisory is in effect from 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. for Broome, Tioga, and Tompkins counties in New York and Susquehanna, Bradford, and parts of Wayne County in Pennsylvania. NOAA says the maximum heat index values between 95 and 100 degrees are expected again for the hottest part of the day. Officials again say hot temperatures and high humidity may cause heat illness like heat exhaustion and heat stroke to occur not only for humans but also pets can be susceptible. The Weather Service says the hottest temperatures and heat indices will occur in the lowest elevations river valley locations. Drink plenty of fluid, stay in air conditioning, stay out of the sun and check up on relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. A welcome sign of the times comes in the form of another Southern Tier County backing away from its regular updates concerning the COVID-19 pandemic. Earlier this year, Broom County, or earlier this in the past few weeks, Broome County Executive Jason Garner discontinued his weekly live news conferences concerning the coronavirus with updates only coming through the county website. Tioga County stopped daily advisories in the health department website, but still provides daily numbers through the county government page. Delaware County began providing updates only on Thursdays. Yesterday, Shenango County announced it would start providing only weekly updates. This on Tuesdays as infections and deaths continue to decline. An example of that is evidence in the latest numbers. There were no additional deaths in any of the southern tier counties. Broome County yesterday reported an increase of only two new cases. Shenango County had an increase of one case. Cortland County, no new cases. Delaware County's last update was on Thursday. And on yesterday, Tioga County had no new cases. WMBF News Time.
807. A sign of hope for the pandemic has made a stop in Binghamton. A prayer service was held yesterday in front of Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital on Riverside Drive for a presentation of the pandemic crucifix. Similar to a crucifix that inspired the people of Rome during an epidemic in 1522. The relic is traveling to Ascension Ministries in 19 states. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says Endicott, Broome County, City of Binghamton, and Cortland County are among 79 recipients of grants for emergency preparedness and response for the div- from the Division of Homeland Security. $7.4 million in funding is going to bomb squads, hazardous materials teams, explosive detection canine teams, cybersecurity all around the state. Twelve awards are being made to bomb squads to equip and train those units. The village of Endicott is getting $100,000. $108,000 is going to hazardous material teams in the Broome, Delaware, Shenango, Otsego County region to be used to maintain essential equipment and conduct training. 27 awards are going to the Explosive Detection Canine Units to help enhance their capabilities. That's the City of Binghamton's unit getting $50,000. And Cortland County is getting $50,000 to help with their ability to detect, respond, and recover from cyber incidents under the Cyber Security Grant Program. It's 8.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. WNBF, stay young and healthy. Presented by UHS Primary Care, 507 Main Street, Johnson City. And we'll bring in with us right now, Dr. Janice is with us. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I am very, very good. And uh, I guess we probably could start out, uh, Dr. Janice, with uh, a COVID update. Let's talk a little bit about COVID-19. Um, sure. Um, so right now... Um we have three vaccines available that you can easily get like anywhere pretty much because the drug stores are, are carrying it. Um, a lot of people have gotten their first vaccination um, and less so the second va- vaccination. But um, right now the Pfizer vaccine is still the only one that's authorized for um, younger people starting at age 12 um, and up. The other two, which is um, Jensen and Moderna, they're authorized for people who are 18 and older. Um, There's still COVID, you know, in the air. And there's even a variant out there that um, is more prominent in India. and, And there's... And in the United States, less so, I think 10% or less right now is the variant. But... Um, you know, we, we still take the same precautions regardless of whether it's variant or not. And um, we just, you know, plenty of hand washing, um, staying distanced and um, just very cleanly. Yeah, so. I, I still see some people uh, wearing their masks. But as you mentioned about the, the vaccines, the different ones that are available, uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is the one where you only have to have one dose instead of two. So that has been available yeah. all over. How, how are we doing? Are you seeing uh, any, like, other the cases are obviously going down of infections, correct? Yeah, for sure. From, from, from my, um, you know, where, from me being a doctor in the nursing home and at the UHS clinic on uh, Main Street in Johnson City, yeah, it's, it's definitely going down. Um, and now if you're fully vaccinated, you don't really have to worry about screening, you know, checking to see if you have COVID, you know, to like go to work or for example, 
unless you're act- actively having symptoms, you know, like flu flu like symptoms. Right, and if you're um, if you're making an appointment, like for instance, to go to UHS Primary Care in Johnson City, are are you still requiring people to wear masks when they come there? Right now, yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. I thought so, because the hospitals are pretty much the same way, too. They're taking all those precautions, too. So Yeah, uh, we, although, yeah although out in the community, you're going to see people, um, you know, store, store keepers or whatever, saying that if you're, you're vaccinated, you don't have to. And some people just assume that since, you know, in some places, they don't even post up signs to wear masks. Yeah, I, what I'm seeing a lot, of, Dr. Janice, is that uh, patrons are not required, but a lot of the staff members are still wearing their masks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, same, same with our our uh, office as yeah. well. So let's talk about, let's shift gears a little bit, because we've had really hot weather the last couple of days, and uh, today's not going to be any better. Let's talk to folks about heat and some of the things we should know about. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like in the 90s all week today, but the temperature will drop. Um, I saw that, you know, later on this week. But um, just just remember to hydrate a lot sometimes sometimes people forget to hydrate in the heat especially if there's a breeze and so they don't feel the heat as much but nope um a, a very a, a way that you can see if you're hydrating it hydrating is enough is how much you need to urinate and seeing how dark your urine is if your urine's dark 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 that's not a good sign you need to hydrate more and what about some um, symptoms of maybe you're, you're that you really should get out of the sun and maybe get some some water other symptoms you know some people um uh, feel like oh you know if they um the symptoms can be kind of vague but a red flag symptom showing that you're headed for like heat stroke heat something or another you know overheating is is actually nausea just like feeling like you're going to get, like, you're coming down with a stomach bug. It's actually um, can be heat-related. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so be aware of those symptoms. Be aware that uh, the, the weather is very, very hot. And as Dr. Janice said, make sure you hydrate yourself and maybe stay out of uh, a lot of exposure uh, out yeah. in the sun as well. Yeah. And, and Dr. Janice, if people are interested in uh, maybe getting a physical or they're looking for a, a primary health uh, physician, I know you guys are accepting patients. Yeah, we're accept, accepting patients all the time. Um, NYUHS.org um, is our website. Um, but call our office and, you know, call call the front desk. The number there is 763-6075. We're located at 507 Main Street in Johnson City. Um, call for an appointment. Um, you know, have a home base to go to so that if anything comes up, like, symptoms that make you worried about covid or or heat or whatever you have someone somewhere to go to get checked out absolutely and it's great peace of mind too to know that you got a clean bill of health thank you dr denise always appreciate uh you guys calling in every week and giving us information and, and advice and we'll look forward to talking to you again next wednesday great thank you you bet bye now All right, Dr. Janice from UHS Primary Care in Johnson City. Stay young and healthy. We'll be talking to Joe Stanley next. It's You and the Law, News Radio 1290, WNBF. This is. 
It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host, the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby, 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. With Joe Stanley, presented by the Stanley Law Offices on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And joining us once again, Joe Stanley. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Doug. Happy Fourth of July to you and all the listeners. Well, thank you very much, to, and to you and all the folks at Stanley Law as well. Hope you guys have a nice weekend coming up, a restful one. Maybe you can stay out of the courts for a couple days and just enjoy a little time with your family and friends, you know? Yeah, we are pretty busy, but yeah, you know, things have really, really geared up now that everything's back to work. So, yeah. well, that's good. That's, yeah. how, that's how we make our living. You yeah. and I, you and us, you and me both. Absolutely, Joe. And Joe, I want to pick your brain a little bit because from a lawyer's perspective, and I know you've dealt with some of this, let's talk about the, the collapse of that building in Florida. And I know lawsuits are starting to come out again. Give us a little uh, kind of a, your perspective on this. Well, you know, I've handled a couple concrete or, or, or big building collapse cases. In fact, one of the first cases I handled as a lawyer was the, the collapse of the crowd-serving parking garage uh, in the early 80s up in Syracuse. And uh, I learned a whole lot about concrete, how how buildings are, how these buildings are built, the rebar and how, they're tens- how they have to tension the concrete. And one of the big factors is salt. Salt is a huge mm-hmm. problem. Uh, all the time and you know when you live on the ocean there's salt everywhere and from what i can see i mean they weren't doing the proper maintenance on this building i mean i this 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 litigation is going to go on forever there's going to be the case i was involved in there were 15 defendants yeah 15 defendants and uh we we did depositions for years could you imagine a room we had we had to rent a room big enough to put all the lawyers and the parties in just to do the deposition yeah, and yeah, and you know, there's a lot more lawsuits I'm sure coming out of this one. Yeah, I would say the number of parties involved are probably going to be at least that many. And uh, but I, 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 I have my own opinion. I just don't think they maintained it right. You're on the ocean. You're on a sandbar. And if you have any structural problems from all the salt, and it's there, it's constant. Right. You know, the salt just destroys everything. And if you don't, if you don't do preventative maintenance and keep up on it. Uh, it's going to happen, and I am surprised, to be honest, that yep. it has not happened before. Well, I'm sure that because the, pe- the parking garages, Doug, we have had in Syracuse just over the years. When I was in, speaking of another garage that collapsed, it was my office across the street. The money tower collapsed as I watched it from salt. Yeah, and that was that was in the early '90s. And there was another one that Syracuse, New York, had because we used so much salt. Had three parking garages collapse. Wow. And hopefully, hopefully, we built. 
our garages for salt. So yeah, you would you would hope it's living here in the Northeast with the amount of snow and stuff we do. And then you know you don't think about salt when you're thinking. I wasn't thinking about salt in Florida, but then you, you brought up the ocean. It's like well yeah, it's right there. Uh, unfortunately, you know it's too late for that building. But maybe others down there that have that situation will be looking at their buildings, saying we better make sure this is is sturdy and it's going to hold. Well, you know, I have been on the condo board for an oceanfront community, and we did inspections all the time, and we're constantly fighting. But the salt from the ocean is worse than any salt you can get from snow removal. It is just everywhere. It destroys everything, Doug. If you don't live on the ocean, you would never appreciate. I remember there was a plastic, you know, one of those Sirocco chairs they used to have Mm -hmm. that the salt destroyed it in less than two years. Wow. Yeah, I I know it can do some pretty, pretty damage. Hopefully they'll... Uh, you know, I, I mean, our heart and thoughts and prayers, of course, go out to the people involved in that, too. Oh, uh, and it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really is. Amazon also now, uh, they've got uh, uh, this is kind of a protection for them, a third-party sale. Yeah, when they do their third-party sales, the Fifth Circuit, I think, ruled that, at least under Texas law, <laughs> that they aren't, respond- they aren't a seller under products liability law. And for the listeners, that's important because... Under the law in most states, the seller of the product is responsible for the sale of a defective product under our product safety laws Mm -hmm. because most of the time you can't ever sue or even get at the manufacturer. They could be anywhere, and they're not subject to the jurisdictions of our courts. So that is a protection. And now if you can't sue Amazon, who really facilitates the sale, and and they're making money over it, you have to go against that third-party seller wherever they may be they could be or, the, yeah yeah somewhere in the third corner of the universe somewhere you never know or you know? and have no assets or yeah. have no assets any, or no insurance right no I totally get that i totally get that biogen also now this whole thing about this fda drug for alzheimer's well there was just a story and this has been going around that you know that it, all the scientific advisors the FDA said not to approve and that still got approved and now they're saying well that was because there was some kind of connection with the FDA higher ups um, you know I guess we'll see how this goes but it's an incredibly expensive drug that has very 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 uh, questionable uh, results we'll put it that way yeah. Also, the Supreme Court, this federal eviction, uh, the eviction law ban. What's going on with that? The Supreme Court upheld the CDC's eviction law um, ban, and I think it expires in another 30 days anyways, but um, they said that it was within their emergency powers, and, uh, you know, all these realty, realty companies were appealing, hoping that, of course, it would be reversed, but... Uh, it was not, and uh, they, the Supreme Court I, the decision was kind of vague, and they said, well, it expires in 30 days, and so Congress has to do something about it if they want to continue it. Yeah, and uh, these people that are uh, held up in these hotels and motels, too, I mean, you know, they've been there for months and maybe even you know, a year, so how do you get them out of there? I mean, what, what kind of, uh, you know, law would get them out of there? I, you know, that's what they're talking about. Well, the Congress has to do something about it because right. they having having people crowded into hotels isn't good for disease for you know disease prevention right. uh, or or just regular good living. So sure, uh, you know, we're going to be we're going to be unraveling the pandemic for a while. Yeah, you're, I was just talking to Dr. Janice from UHS. She said, you know, this is going to be around for another year probably. We're still going to be dealing with this and with the variants. So also, uh, talk to us about this credit report thing that's going on with Equifax. 
Well, if you remember, there was a huge data breach by Equifax, one of many huge data breaches. And the Fair Credit Reporting Act has all sorts of uh, remedies if these credit reporting agencies um, do not handle your data securely because they really have they're a clearinghouse for a whole lot of information on everybody. And Equifax apparently wasn't doing, <laughs> they were about as secure as my laptop. And not that my laptop's not secure, but I get I'm not, it. I, 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 yeah, I don't hold everyone the data of 100 million people, you know, everything about everybody. But um, right. actually, my laptop is more secure, I think, from what I read, way more secure. <laughs> Probably <laughs> anyway, is. Uh, but so uh, the Supreme Court ruled that, well, people can't, can't, use the federal recording uh, fair claims federal credit reporting act to bring a class action unless they can prove they actually harmed by the release of their data not just that the data was released and you know what that means is that how are you ever going to prove it unless you're one of the 10,000 or 100,000 people maybe that many that actually you know people were can actually show they got stuff stolen so really that's just the decision that says can't really use it because they said there's no actual damages i think when your data is subject to being stolen and being exposed to the world i think that is actual damages but i'm not the supreme court no i I get it and yeah i I tend to agree with you on that too and i'm very careful myself uh with, with stuff like this but people's credit reports you know i mean that's important to a lot of people and you know even if they don't immediately are affected by this maybe some residuals uh, down the road. Well, yeah, you don't know who has your social security. I mean, they somebody gets access to your credit report. They have everything about. They know just about everything about your license right. number, social security number, Medicare number. If you have that, and on and on and on. Right. And no, just, right. just because just because at the time of the lawsuit you can't show it doesn't mean that it's not out there working its way through the system. And by the time it does, it's too late. The statute of limitations is gone. That's a that's a good point. Hey, Joe, if uh, people are interested in having Stanley Law, if they need representation or questions, what's the best way to reach you? Sure, stanleylawoffices.com. Uh, my email is joe at stanleylawoffices.com. The phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Stanley Law, together they will get you the maximum awards. Joe, we'll look forward to talking to you in July. Have a safe and happy fourth weekend. And by the way, Doug, my basil is five feet tall. So is it really? I love the weather. <laughs> you got to send me a picture of that one. I got to see that. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Take care, Joe. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye now. Joe Stanley from the Stanley Law Office is another segment of You and the Law. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 8.30. We keep getting revisions from New York State Electric and Gas on those power outages. The ones that we have, the majority of the power outage in Tioga County, in Berkshire, and in Richford, and they have changed the restoration time on those. Had been anticipated about 8 o'clock, and now they're saying about 11 o'clock. 70 degrees right now in Binghamton with a projected high today into the mid-90s. Authorities in Florida are looking for some more help 
to look in through the rubble of that collapsed condo for possible survivors and maybe bodies. They are asking for additional teams to be brought in so they can rotate out the people that have been on hand for several days. Meanwhile, the National Hurricane Center says two disorganized storm systems in the Atlantic have a chance of becoming a tropical system in the upcoming days, but it's not clear at this point if they're going to pose a threat to the U.S. and specifically in the area where they're still trying to search the rubble. President Joe Biden is set to temporarily raise federal firefighter pay to ensure that no one fighting wildland fires is making less than $15 an hour. That word comes from a senior administration official. Biden is set to announce plans for pay raises as he holds a virtual meeting today with governors from western states to discuss what is already shaping up to be a torrid wildfire season. In addition, a huge part of the northwest is in the middle of one of the worst heat waves to hit that region in recent memory. President Biden also plans to announce other moves to help boost wildfire fighting capacity and prevention efforts. Meanwhile, about a dozen deaths in Washington and Oregon may be tied to the intense heat wave that's been providing scorching temperatures in the Northwest. In our area, the National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory in effect from 10 this morning until 8 tonight for parts of the Twin Tiers, including Broome, Tioga, Susquehanna, Bradford, and Wayne Counties. Officials say the heat index value could reach 95 to 100 again, causing for possible serious health issues. The thunderstorms overnight and into the early morning hours have provided additional moisture into the atmosphere, as well as causing a few limbs on trees to come down. Emergency services officials in the region said there had been some large limbs down on a car in the first ward of the city of Binghamton on Gray Street near Jarvis Street. That was about 2.30 this morning. It took over an hour to clean up. There were no widespread incidents though, of trees down or debris that was impeding traffic in the morning. As the 4th of July holiday approaches, Binghamton police are being told to take action against anyone who violates the city of Binghamton's fireworks ordinance. Mayor Richard David advised residents that fireworks are illegal in the city. In a statement, the mayor says fireworks are, quote, not just a neighborhood nuisance and a drain on police resources. They can cause fires and are dangerous if handled by children or with children nearby. Over the past three months, city police have responded to 55 fire fireworks-related complaints. David says he's asking Binghamton residents to be good neighbors and not set off illegal fireworks this weekend. The mayor has ordered the police community response team to crack down on illegal fireworks now through the July 4th weekend. WMBF First News Time, 834. Well, you might say a southern-tier man has found himself in a sort of legal log jam. A logging complaint has had an unforeseen circumstances for a Broome County fugitive. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say deputies responded to the logging issue early on June 21st and found 46-year-old James Amato of Downsville, whom they discovered was wanted for failure to appear before Broome County Grand Jury in February to answer drug charges. Authorities say a bench warrant had been issued by Broome County Court Judge Joseph Colley for failure to appear in court after Amato had been indicted in February and charged with two felony and one misdemeanor count of criminal possession of a controlled substance and criminally using drug paraphernalia. Amato was turned over to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warren Division. WMBF News Time 835. 
Once again, a quick check on what is going on with New York State Electric and Gas as far as power outages around our region. In Tioga County, the number has increased slightly of the number of people reported without power, now up to 1,191. In Broome County, there are 20 customers that were reported without power as of 8.23 this morning. The majority of those now in the town of Union, Endicott area at Jeanette Road, they're without power and being estimated for the restoration time in that part of Endicott at 11 o'clock in the morning. Also for the Shenango County, only one customer in the New Berlin area without power. And elsewhere around the Twin Tiers, again, Tioga County with 1,900 or 1,191 without power. The majority of those 578 in the town of Berkshire and most of those looking for a restoration time at about 11 o'clock this morning. It's 836 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. And today is Workforce Wednesday. Each Wednesday we highlight some programs and services and different things within uh, the Broomtauga Workforce New York Career Center. And uh, joining us this Workforce Wednesday is our own Preston. Good morning, Press. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm doing good. Really appreciate all the things that you br you guys bring to the table, Preston. I had a chance to talk with you. I had a real nice talk with Bob Murphy yesterday. And, of course, Steve calls in, too. Uh, there are so many different things that you offer to people. We've got a job fair coming up. There's several employers in the area, Preston, that are looking for uh, people to hire. Let's talk about some of those businesses. Absolutely. So, as you said, we have a job fair coming up July 6th at the uh, Marabito Stadium. It's called the Grand Slam Job Fair. It's at 211 Henry Street in Binghamton from 4.30 to 6.30. And we've got a number of great businesses that are going to be here. So first off, we have EMT Metals. EMT Metals is an Endic located in Endicott and has supported the community and other businesses for 75 years. They're a premier manufacturer of precision sheet metal products, stampings, and machine assemblies. So when they're there, they're going to be looking for 40 entry-level manufacturing, QC inspectors, sheet metal press break operators, welder fabricators, customer service reps, machine managers, and process engineers. The next one we've got is Lord's Ascension. Lord's is, Ascension is in Binghamton. They've provided thousands of associates and recording careers in healthcare for over 90 years. Uh, healthcare services happen in close to 40 sites in care, including hospitals, emergency departments, ambulatory care sites, and more. Lords is looking for RNs, LPNs, medical assistants, clerical positions, pharmacy techs, and nursing assistants. Uh, United Health Services. United Health Services is a non-for-profit health care system serving more than 500,000 people in upstate New York and the Southern Tier region. We offer integrated health care services across 60 locations, including four hospitals, three walk-ins, and 22 primary care offices. Now, they're looking for access care reps, athletic trainers, CNAs, environmental service workers, EPIC analysts, 
food and nutrition workers, HHAs, LPNs, RNs, medical receptionists, and more. Now, Willow Run Foods, this is kind of interesting. I didn't know this. But 50 years ago, Willow Run Foods started off as delivering small eggs. Uh, as a small egg delivery business. Hmm. The company has now grown steadily over the years, evolving into a successful employee-owned corporation. Today, they serve Wendy's, Arby's, and Popeye's in 14 of the northeastern states. They're looking for CDLA drivers, CDLA driver trainees, warehouse, shift maintenance, dispatch, and fuelers. Tioga Downs. This is another great company. Tioga Downs is a full entertainment and resort experience located in the rolling countryside of the southern tier. It builds up the community by hosting exciting family-oriented events and live entertainment, as well as providing revenue and drawing tourists to other businesses. It provides local and personal with exciting new job opportunities where they work in highly experienced executive and various departments. Available positions include table games, slot operations, technicians, and other gaming floor, unique harness racing positions, multiple food and beverage positions, and several types of venues, marketing, hospitality, and so much more. We also have Southern Tier Insulation. Now, they're looking for mechanical installation installers. Now, Southern Tier Insulation is an employee-owned merit shop. Contractors specialized in commercial and industrial mechanical installations. We have over 43 years in business and offer many great benefits to their employees. And we have Bailey Lumber and Wagner Lumber. They're looking for general laborers, forklift operators. Their Bailey Lumber is proud to be a provider of high-quality hardwood lumber and brands that you trust. Together, we are a family of hardwood lumber suppliers capable of providing customer access to portfolios of hardwood products suitable for any application. Our family of brands include Wagner Lumber and Double Ott Lumber. So we have a great assortment of positions. We actually have over a 1,000 positions that are going to be at this job fair coming up on July 6th. Uh, So this is a great opportunity for people to come out and, you know, really get a great opportunity to find the job that they really want. And all these employers are looking to hire, so it's a great time to get in there and find that job that you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we talk about this a lot with uh, the unemployment. Uh, Don't wait until your unemployment insurance runs out, folks. You should be really looking actively now. There are plenty of jobs open. And I'm going to tell you, be quite transparent, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, Preston. If you want the best positions, you want to act now. Absolutely. Uh, Right now, there's over 50 businesses that are going to be attending this job fair. So they're really hungry and ready to hire people. Uh, This is really the great time to get out there and get those jobs. You do not want to wait till your unemployment runs out. And and a lot of people, I think, feel that's important to get out there. And thank you, by the way, for giving us a little background on these businesses. And I always tell people, and when I was talking to you or Steve before, uh, we said it's important that you kind of uh, do a little bit of homework and know a little bit about these businesses. If you want to work for Willow Run Foods or Tioga Downs or Southern Tier Insulations or Lords or UHS, find out a little bit more about them, their mission statements 
statement and be prepared uh, and know what you want and what you're looking for and because they're going to ask you questions and you might want to ask them questions as well absolutely um they when you're interviewing they're interviewing you just as much as you're interviewing them so it's great to have some background information on those companies that you're interested in it shows that you're interested in their company and what they do uh it goes a long way in the interview process it most certainly does i can attest to that as a person who's hired many people in my career too folks if you're interested in those jobs uh the job fair is tuesday and it's going to be marabito stadium right Absolutely. It's going to be Marabito Stadium, July 6th, from 4.30 to 6.30. The rain date will be uh, July 8th. Um, and if anybody signs up prior to the event by July 1st, which is tomorrow, uh, they get one free ticket to that night's game. Right. So if they call me, uh, 778-6405, I can get them registered for the job fair prior to July 1st, and they can get one free ticket to that night's game. And you can go to the Ponies game, folks, and, and press. It's not going to rain Tuesday. so we're, I, I don't think so. I'm no. putting in a good word for it. All right. Also, stop at the Career Center, folks, in the Oakdale Mall, Johnson City, to former Sears location there. Uh, they're open, uh, what is it, 8 to 4 weekdays? Yes, 8 to 4, Monday through Friday. And uh, they can help you out, too, if you're interested in uh, finding out more about resumes, putting them together, anything. they got a l- great services. Preston, thanks so much for joining us on Workforce Wednesday, and I hope you guys have a tremendous turnout next Tuesday. Yes, thank you so much, Doug. Have a great day. You too. Bye now. Yep, bye. All right, Broom Tiger Workforce New York. It's Workforce Wednesdays. Lots of jobs. You heard Preston, over a 1,000 positions. Come on, let's get our people Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, we have a heat advisory in effect from the National Weather Service. That's going to continue from 10 this morning through uh, 8 this evening. And, you know, uh, we've got hot weather again with uh, those heat indexes as high as 96 degrees. Today's temperature around 90. And we could see some showers and thunderstorms in there. Probably most likely will. Uh, Still working on the power, as Kathy mentioned, somewhere around 11 maybe now they're thinking that uh, we could have power restored to a lot of the areas. Tioga County primarily the biggest target in our area this morning uh, with power outages there. Showers tonight, possibly a thunderstorm, and overnight lows will be in the mid to upper 60s. And looking ahead to Thursday and Friday, mostly cloudy both days, chance of showers and thunderstorms, temperatures mid-70s. For the weekend, partly to mostly sunny. And uh, chances of showers and thunderstorms all three days, too. We'll see temperatures uh, in the lower 70s on Saturday, lower to mid-70s, upper 70s on Independence Day, and then uh, the mid-80s right now, they're saying, on Monday. So, uh, yes, yeah, some uh, some hot temperatures, certainly uh, a little bit cooler than what we're going to see today. But a lot of people thought today was going to be cooler, and I had to set them straight and say, no, it's not going to be cooler today. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks you bumped into the ceiling which now has to be washed and sterilized so you get nothing you lose good day sir it was the 50th anniversary today of willy wonka and the chocolate factory being released in theaters and one of my favorite movies and uh, brings back a lot of great memories with the great gene wilder uh, in that movie as well so uh, just a few little memories gonna wrap things up here in just a moment and uh, get ready for bob joseph wnbf's binghamton now coming your way next hour and at noon it's the dan bongino show followed by sean hannity mark levin john bachelor red eye radio first light and doug and kathy with wnbf first news binghamton we're at uh, let's get a updated official temperature right now to see where we're at officially we are 
Hang on. Wait for it. Here it comes. And we're at 70 degrees. So 70 degrees right now. we got a ways to go yet. Another 20 degrees yet. So, uh, yeah. Wait patiently, all right? Stay, stay out of the complete sun today. You don't want to be hanging out in the sun for too long. And hydrate you. I don't have to tell you that. You know that, right? WNBF First News Time 8. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Hey, uh, we're excited about the Dick Sporting Goods Open begins on Friday. Of course, the program before that, uh, announcements being made today at Enjoy. And our own Roger Neal back with us again for reports from Enjoy Friday, Saturday, and Sunday live from Enjoy. And the Dick Sporting Goods Open will keep you up to date on the leaderboard, what's going on. Uh, if you're uh, wherever you are, and if you're on the go and you're out of the listening area, uh, you can download the WNBF app. And put it on your smartphone or tablet, or you can go to WNBF.com, wherever you are, and you can hear the reports as well. So we'll be taking care of you and uh, letting you know what's going on around the community uh, with the Dick Sporting Goods Open. And then, of course, on Monday, Bill Flynn, Kevin Bixby will be out at Montrose for their annual celebration, usually on the 4th of July, but the 4th is on a Sunday, so they're moving it to Monday, July 5th, with all kinds of celebrations, parade, breakfast, picnic. I think they're having a bunch of different things going on. Uh, and fireworks on Sunday night at the Montrose High School. Uh, I think we'll probably have some boomers around here somewhere, too, as well. But uh, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to this weekend with our regular weekend lineup of live programming. Of course, we have Bill Flynn's classic hit show from 8 to 2, followed by Ron Anani and the Car Doctor from 2 to 4. Don Giovanni with Frank Sinatra. Sinatra, music and conversation, Saturday night, 6 to 9, right here in the WNBF studios. And then on Sunday morning, we wake up with Bill Flynn and the world-famous Polka Show, heard around the world with the one and only, undisputed Polka King, Bill Flynn, along with Kevin Bixby from 7 to noon. And following that, it's Don Giovanni. He's back with us again with the Italian Oldies House Party from noon to 3. And from 4 to 7, it's the At Home Show with Gary Sullivan. So lots of home improvement information for you. Uh, if you are a homeowner, even if you're not, there's a lot of things you can do around the apartment as well. But uh, it's always a fun show to listen to, and there's always lots of interesting information on uh, home improvement for you. And, of course, we're here for you every weekday morning with the latest information to start your day. Doug Mosher and Kathy White and WNBF's First News Binghamton. Bob Joseph on his way in next the next three hours, you'll be able to call in and talk about what's on your mind. I'm sure interesting guests on the program with Bob today, too. And then following Bob, it's the Dan Bongino Show, noon to 3, right here on WNBF. And we've got Sean Hannity afterwards, 3 to 6. And then 6 to 9, Mark Levin, John Batchelor after that. We have the Red Eye Radio guys overnight, Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. And uh, First Light, followed by Kathy and myself. And uh, Kathy will have an update for you coming up here on the power situation and, of course, any of the local headlines going on around our community. A hot one today, so we don't have to tell you, but, you know, we like to remind people to stay out of the Some people don't know how to get, some people don't know enough to get out of the sun. So we want to make sure that uh, you stay out of the sun. I'm one of those people. I have to be reminded sometimes. So have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Stay cool. And we'll do it again tomorrow morning. On behalf of Kathy White and myself, thank you for spending a little time with us. Stay tuned for ABC News. Kathy White and Bob Joseph. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. It's 70 degrees and 9 a.m.